0: Hello and thank you for listening to this episode of the Billy Newman Photo Podcast. My name is Billy Newman and I'm here today with Marina Hansen. Once again, how you doing, Marina?
1: Hey, Billy. Thanks for having me on again.
0: I'm really happy that you're here and that we're uh, recording another episode. It turns out that uh, like it seems like we need to like get some stuff or we need to do some stuff to podcast about. Yeah. Before we really podcast. We need
1: know. some more chips.
0: Gotta have more chips and more... Interesting stories to talk about. I guess this is where in podcasts, you know, like this is where it kind of comes to, especially by like episode 50s, you have to have some other thing that's producing for you to to do a show or to podcast about, you know, which is what I thought for a long time might be, uh, you know, something that I deal with at some point. So I think this is definitely where people like turn into the, like, let's talk about this article or let's like discuss this topic Mm -hmm. sort of stuff.
1: Yeah, I think that's probably true.
0: I'm not, I'm not too offended by it, or I, I don't, I'm not too, like, opposed to it. I guess what we could do, we should do more stuff like that. We should, we should
1: probably should, figure out something for our slower weeks. Yeah, we
0: should have, um, I think we should have, like, a cool, not a backup thing, but just, like, a cool kind of, like, side structure to this one, like, where we get to fill in with, like, our cool trips and stories and stuff. But we should also have, like, our, I don't know, our professional thinkings, <laughs> on uh, on like photography stuff that's going on now. Like, cause there's kind of like the whole like photography or the, you know, com- community, I guess in part, but I'd say like industry or like, you know, the, the all this photography stuff that's out there. And there's lots of podcasts and stuff that comment on it. So I guess we could do some something stuff like, like that. that. I don't want to do camera reviews though. I'll leave that to something else. But I bet there's lots of other ways to go about kind of attacking the photography industry beast
1: yeah i think that's a good idea to have some some side format so we have something we can talk about during during weeks when we can't really travel very much
0: yeah well yeah not I mean, really
1: anywhere to travel to anyway it's, it's not, pretty gray yeah, yeah
0: it's just not possible to only
1: can't really maintain that Yeah,
0: only do like a travel podcast stuff all the time we're gonna do tons of that as much as we can but maybe it would be better to do a review of a cool camera than to talk about how I filed my hard drive this week. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I don't know, maybe we should do, we you should think of. about other stuff like that. And that just means like we have to read like photo blogs and stuff or like pick out articles, that sort of a thing, which I am I think would be worth it I to try. Or like we should do something where we, um, we should try it like once. We should try a few different formats.
1: Maybe yeah. that'd be fun. We could talk about reviews for some of the camera stuff we're thinking about getting later this year.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we could do that. But again, that'll run out real fast too. That's where you have to be like broad, broad, or, broad I mean,
1: broad. I mean to start it off oh, like yeah. reviewing the D four or whatever it is. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, we should do it. I mean, um we should have uh we should think about that. We should kind of like look into um, just some some angle, some reason for this podcast it's to sort idea. of work. Like it's gotta be digging at something. It's gotta be like revealing or uncovering something. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, like convers- something yeah. to
1: kind of go towards. Yeah, not something with not a little not hyper a specific.
0: I want it to be like hanging out, you know, like that's a big Both part directions. about podcasts. Yeah, yeah. I want it to be hanging out, but for a reason. It's yeah. not boring. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> want, yeah, because yeah. like that's a big thing about podcasts. I feel like it's like it's, it's really supposed to be like a, a personal interaction. It's not supposed to be a high production. It's not supposed to sound like AM radio. Uh, so, I don't want to do you know like a fake like read through of like spec sheets for stuff, but like other things we kind of know, we should sort of have some some topic that we're we're working you know that we're that's like our beat that we kind of talk about that we communicate about, so we like read a few things about this and this and and then talk about that and we can get as niche in the industry as we want we don't have to go for gear stuff, you know we should probably have whatever of that, that we are qualified, you know, that we like have or know about or into, or like looking at. I think all that stuff we should talk about. That's a lot of stuff we could spend forever podcasting about, you know, like just all the stuff that we're like, oh, what does this do? Or like, we're looking at like full frame, whatever, you know, Mm -hmm. to like get into. So there's lots of space to do that. But there's also like a lot of other things we could do. Like we could only look at like or there are podcasts out there that only look at wedding photography, or there's podcasts out there that only look at nature photography or whatever that All is. Right. So we'd like look at, at whatever publications are in there, whatever whatever's kind of in the mix of that, and you know, understand that stuff and then talk about what's going on with, uh, with things that people are doing. Like we could do like, I don't know, like a report of cool adventure photographers that are in places right now oh, that are, like posting cool. photos from places it would mean like more research but it would yeah, be, that'd be fun though, research. Or, yeah something like that like where we'd cover like
1: just be looking into cool photography whoa
0: yeah the angle that you and I like the most about photography that's yeah. what we should try and uncover while we do stuff I think that'd be cool like all this like outdoor fun. wilderness adventure stuff that we see you know we should like find like oh uh, like cause like so let's say a lot of people know Chris Picard like oh there's sure. this, this cool like photo gallery or or more than just a gallery, like he's here right now or there's this expedition or there's this thing going on that we're getting photos from and we're seeing and they look cool, you know? Yeah. And then, so we, we'd we like talk about whatever that is. Yeah, I think that's you know, a Or cool like kind of have something more to report on.
1: Yeah, I think it'd be a really good idea to start getting into, trying to fit that into our podcasting a little bit more.
0: See what yeah, we should it. have some other... Some other parties going on, or or just like more stuff kind of coming in for it. I think that's what I want to do. But a ton of it should definitely be all about like the cool cool stuff that we're doing. But I just want to have that cool stuff that we're doing kind of um, pull more in. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I think it'd be cool. It'd make us feel feel better about
1: just have more to talk on. <laughs>
0: oh yeah. But uh well, like what we've been talking about is like I want to get to the point where we do like three or four of these a week. Yeah. You know and um it's good for us, too. It's good exercise to do so. recording and podcasting stuff and uh, get used to communicating. And the more of that we okay. do and the less, you know, the faster, the better, the better off. it'll
1: be. Yeah. yeah. I need to practice my speaking. Yeah. Still.
0: It's, got, it's like we're still like getting in shape.
1: <laughs> I'm definitely still getting in shape.
0: <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but yeah, we should train. Train up. Gotta do our little podcast reps.
1: Podcast fit.
0: Oh, Yeah um so this week uh we've uh we spent a lot of time doing prints yes, which was did. cool yeah i'm really that's glad that cool. we did that so we uh we got uh you know we refilled all of the ink for the um the 13 by 19 inch printer that we have here at the house and in a lot of ways i mean like i'm i'm really happy to have a printer at home it's a great like hobbyist tool and if you want to be if you want to be a pro i think a lot of the time you're still going to process a lot of that work outside of your house
1: yeah i think Do that's I? probably true
0: I feel like I that's really still, what would happen.
1: There is still that difference with yeah. professional quality and home quality. Oh I think. yeah, well, at like, least I for hear price about, range.
0: So like I, I I read books about professional photographers that use even like this camera at the time that this was state of the art or now whatever its commensurate state of the art printer would be. Um, I yeah, they print out their work on those printers and that's what they sell out to people. You know, they they pay in for. I think better paper, better pro you know, better stuff and they print yeah. out a lot for each thing. But they do that I guess to save costs, so they can print their stuff in house. A lot of the art paper stuff that we print is probably just as good as much of what other people make. But even I'm still sure, though I feel like true. if we made a if we did like a wedding, I'd, I'd want to just do like a canvas wrap through a print service.
1: Right? You know, I just want to get
0: I don't know. I guess I can make four by sixes out here, but at a point it's like they're 13 cents a piece or like eight cents when you buy them in bulk. So oh,
1: yeah. I mean, it's just, really just not get them out. Much.
0: Yeah. The great thing about having a printer and the truth is really just to like proof your own work in prints. I think that's, what's really cool. Right? Like, so for us to like put together this four by six board or like what we did this weekend is pick out some of the best stuff that, or some of the, the interesting stuff that kind of defines one of the trips that we've had or, or is sort of like a collection. Like we, we built one of, uh, four 13 by 19 inch prints from a rafting trip that we did down in the lower Rogue River in uh, in Southern Oregon back in uh, October. And so we've gone through those photographs before. We probably talked about them on this podcast way back, but we haven't printed them out or we haven't made these big prints and kind of put them in our home as uh, you know part of the art stuff. Or it kind of, I guess it's like the follow-up of doing all the work to get the art in the first place, going right. on the trip, doing all that. Excuse me, the big payoff of that is getting to bring it back and then, you know, you can set it out on the internet, that's fine. But the big payoff is to get that printed out, print out the nicest thing or the best part of it that kind of lasts and right. shows what happened again. But it's bad if it's only fleeting, you know, if you're only like taking it and it's not really sticking anywhere.
1: Yeah, I really, I agree with that. I enjoy the photos that I print more. Yeah. Or they f- they are more lasting, if so they feel... it only negative. exists
0: digitally, if it only kind of hits my Flickr feed and floats away, it seems like it's got that ephemeral feeling where it just sort of floats up and evaporates. Same with it like live TV or like radio does. It doesn't get recorded. It doesn't get right. captured or held. Same with like Twitter streams and stuff. Yes, they get recorded and they stay there, but people don't stay there. People float on downriver in that stream and they never really come back to it, right? So there's really no life that it has and just kind of you know they say like for a tweet it's like a lifespan of like 2 hours maybe <laughs> but really it's like it's like 10 minutes like any interaction that it gets is like boom right when it happens and then it just floats away or you float away from it yeah in time down the uh down the stream
1: pretty temporary stuff
0: yeah so i think printing it out printing it out big is really cool all of these prints that we made right i want to make into like real prints or, you know, like, um, we should, Canvas
1: prints yeah, we should pick
0: out what we like and make those into bigger because 13 by 19 in today's standards, I mean, that's it's that's really not that still relatively small. It's like a smaller computer monitor in a lot of ways, Oh now. yeah, it is. Um, and so a, a lot of the, a lot of the home professional grade, uh, I guess. Like printers like this, you know, the 13 by 19s. This is like a 2009 era one. Now the standard is up from 13 by 19, and now it's like a 22 or an 18 by 24. Yeah. And that's think kind that's of the right. size. So it's definitely like a good bit bigger. Um, but like that's still not even that big to a lot of the poster size prints that you can do, or a lot of the canvas prints, or metallic prints. I want to make a metallic print of something that we have. We should definitely That'd do that. Be cool. That looks really cool. I think you have just,
1: some... Some cool water photos that would be cool metallic prints Yeah, for the kind of finish that they have.
0: I think that would be really cool, too. There's this cool, I think we've talked about it before, this one of the Sierra Nevadas in the morning oh, that would look really that cool. that would look really look cool, really too. Yeah, those colors crisp. would look crazy. Yeah, I, want, I like really that about the metallic because you really get that, that heavy contrast. You get to really uh, hold on to your blacks and those darker shadows a lot better with uh with the metallic because when you print it on canvas the texture of the canvas is sort of like that matte texture it right. sort of <clears throat> flattens out some of those black colors you know or like those heavy contrasts that yeah, sense can. of like a crispness to it and it just sort of seems like it's a little bit faded or or softened. softened yeah to it which is natural it's sort of what happens it's part of the, the texture of the canvas part that it's it's printing on
1: yeah those metallics though it's cool they really hold on to that.
0: yeah I think a lot of the stuff we've seen is processed to be that way too, but yeah you know, not everything I have is processed to be crisp, like that to, that also um but i would really like to see like some of these prints that we have come out in a really big way, but still hold on to that clarity, that crispness like um like so the thirteen by nineteens that we have, like we've got um stuff from like the tent. That we uh, shot, like the tent and the gear, right at the the Rogue River Ranch. I think that's really cool. We got some stuff uh, shot in the Mule Creek Canyon um, that has all these. It's kind of surrealist, but it's got all these like cool copper tones and blue tones in it that we're kind of reflecting on the water. We've got another shot. What's the, oh, the one at Blossom Bar with a little kayaker yeah, little going kayak through. Print. I really want that one as like a metallic print that'd or a cool. canvas print, but like a big I think enlargement, a big print of that that'd would be, so be really cool. nice. Yeah, I think that'd be really fun. But it's fun just to get them up onto our wall and to have them yeah. just have them put up there. I like there.
1: having them hung a lot. Yeah,
0: me too. And then we had a few of those frames too that we filled up with a couple uh, eight and a half by 11 prints that we made up. Right. Those worked out really well. And then we have this redboard board here that uh, we put up, that was back in like 2014 that we put that up. That was right after the Alvord trip that we did. Oh,
1: wow. Yeah, yeah. that was a long time. It's been up yeah. there for a long time
0: and it's had Alvord photos <laughs> on it almost all that time. It's been great, it's cool. They faded a lot though. They
1: did, they sunlight and very and, pink yeah, and light.
0: Ugh, man. So, so those are down. So we pulled those prints and then we, um, we reprinted or we printed out for the first time a new series for that Redwood board. And that's uh, a set of four photos from Hawaii. And those yeah. turned out really cool. I think those printed out real nicely up there.
1: Yeah, I really like how they look on that. It
0: looks great to have fresh photos and with yeah, the a small margin. That looks great too. What is that? It's oh,
1: like, yeah. I think it was.
0: We cut a 13 by 19 inch piece of paper in half hamburger style.
1: 13 by 19?
0: Yeah. So like the big print that so we So it was an
1: eight and a half
0: yeah or, or nine, nine and a half. half i'm sorry nine and a yeah, half by 13 half. i think it's like the size yeah. that we've got which is kind of an awkward print <laughs> print size
1: fits on our redwood board really but nice it print, yeah
0: it fits real well there so um so yeah it looks really good i like the the photos we got from it the, like there's like three of them i think there's three of them that were all shot on the same day
1: i think it's that's funny right. to see how that was oh was like, yeah oh, that's wow, right
0: we were so busy that day so that there's one from like the oh. Haleakala Sunrise that we were at. That's right. And then there's a handful of them from that uh, Pipiwai Trail. p p
1: y Trail?
0: You should say it again.
1: I think it's PPY Trail. That's the trail. <laughs> <laughs> I um, think that's how it's pronounced.
0: But yeah, we had a, f- uh, a few photos from there that, that turned out really cool. One of like uh, the waterfall that kind of like crashes really down like the that face of the rocks took. and the moss. Yeah, that one's really cool. We've got another one. Um,
1: the next one on the board would be the bamboo The one. bamboo
0: forest, yeah. Kind of looking up into it. It's like the stalks kind of come up and then surrounded yeah, like out to the sky. One. That one's really cool. There's another photo uh, kind of looking out into the, the draw that's out there and like all the colors in the tropical the forest that's out trees. there. Yeah, it's really like cool how color. colorful it is. It's really interesting out there. And all the clouds that are kind of moving through. seems like it was so warm. It's like 80. That was a month ago now. Wow. Wow. But uh, it was like, yeah, so warm and humid and stuff. Oh, man, I miss it. It was
1: very warm.
0: But it was fun being over there. It was really cool. I like that spot a lot.
1: Me too. I really like the prints that we got.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, it was cool to get those prints made up, uh, which kind of flushes out a lot of the wall space that we've had. uh, Laying empty or stagnant for a while that's a tough yeah, thing like, really nice. we make a lot of these photographs um but we i think we end up printing too few of them we print a lot of them up for this board what we should we should take from this and then we should like cycle all of those out maybe by summertime i guess. Uh, yeah. i don't know what it would be but we should Fresh do a, boards yeah we should do uh we should do a few more cycles of like just these easy print off a couple 13 by 19s with ink in the printer i think that's yeah. great because it just makes it like zero cost for us it's very
1: inexpensive yeah
0: or I mean it's you know it's just a couple bucks for the for the paper and for the the ink you know in the way that we get it yeah and I guess in this temporary well I mean like just being exposed to sun and stuff for a long time and probably being on a type a paper type that heavy matte paper that we have Mm -hmm. that's not really the photo paper that I think that ink is best for for archiving Like for holding Mm -hmm. at the exact, you know what I mean? Like the same way for a long time. more proud of letting it fade. You know, I've heard about this with printers before. This is something that's uh, another tier outside of maybe what I understand about printers. But this printer, I think was one of the last line um, to do ink-based printing. And then it it steps up from there and it goes to pigment-based printing. And I think that's where you have like a separation of 10 colors. So, you know, ours has the eight um, the oh, eight right. ink cartridge spots. I think it breaks out to like 10 at the next one and it's all pigment based. And I hear that the pigment based inks or well, I guess it's different, right? I don't understand the difference between an ink and a pigment at its base. I really don't understand. But what I, they say is that the pigment is where you're going to get better saturation, better contrast and better archival quality because it's going to hold for a longer time or right. more time than the ink will. But I don't know.
1: I think that, um, that would probably be cool to get to upgrade to at some point.
0: Yeah. Someday. I mean, that'd be fine. But I like for anything that we do, kind of like we were talking about, right. Is like printing out on this works great for us. You yeah. Know, it's, it's, really it's, nice. super it's super inexpensive. Convenient. We can get everything we want for our house. We can make stuff to send out. We can make like, we can print on folders. We can do any kind of print collateral stuff that we can really achieve you know, with the the skill or the interest that we have right now. And then like we were talking about, if we have any product or professional thing we have to send out, we're probably gonna go through a professional print house anyway, after what whatever kind of proofing stuff we'd wanna do with our printer at home, seeing mm-hmm. how the prints come out, trying to prep stuff or crop stuff for certain sizes or see if details come out right. From there, we're really probably gonna just upload that stuff to a place that can do it, you know, in San Francisco that handles a lot of high end print stuff It can print out at the highest quality and wrap stuff professionally and guarantee their work and ship it out to us. I think that's gonna be the coolest way because we can get better, Probably. cooler stuff now than we once could have, you know?
1: Yeah, I think we can get a lot higher quality things available to us now. Yeah,
0: it's cool that that it's all out there that it's, it's really available. Like we can get books printed. I mean, like a decade I, ago, yeah. you really could not do that. You I really get, like that. You can get some canvases and even still like access that you'd have to enlargements it really wasn't there either in a lot of ways so now like you can just go down to a lot of places and get a digital photo turned into a really big print in almost no time it's so cool it is really cool it's really nice that they're able to do that now so outside of that we've been um we've been shooting film for i don't know what like since 2011 2012 or so i guess 2012 is when i started trying to pick that up a lot more um and since that time, I've just had this drawer kind of piling up with uh, with little sheets of negatives that uh, you know like the roll gets shot through, you take it in, you get it developed, and then when you get it back, you get a sheet of negatives or sometimes you still just get the whole thing in a roll, and then you have to take it and cut it. and then for us, like what we've been doing for the the negative scanning stuff during this last year or so is uh, getting the roll, taking the film out, scanning it through, putting it back in the sheet, and then just kind of stuffing it in a drawer. But it gets confusing after a while, right? Like with these, especially with like a couple projects that we've worked on, that's like a few rules of film deep. Um, there's this part where you have like all the rules of film kind of stacked up into just like one envelope, right? Yeah. And so it's not really a good way to sort that out or to archive it. And so what we're doing now, we just got like, a, um, what is it like? We picked it up on Amazon. It's just like a it's pretty a simple film thing. But, yeah, it's like a film organizer. It's going to save us a boatload of time and effort like trying to sort things out and organize it. But it's just like a three-room binder system and, uh, and like sheets that you put through. But we're going through it. And so the job now is anything from 2012 to 2015 that was shot in film. I think like any version or copy of that that would be in use for me is a scan that was made like from the development store like or wh- whoever did it right. that put it onto a cd and at that time i remember really complaining a lot because those scans were always so, so low quality small. but that's all i had access to to like work to shoot with film and get the photos back and then work on them in any way that would be useful for me so now the big job is to go through and organize the photos and like put them into the binder but then as we do it like go through and find the cool stuff like all the good photos that we remember taking from a couple years ago and then as we see the negative come up, we'll go through and we'll make an archival scan of it so that it comes out really crisp, clear, It'll be like a hundred times better mm, than the original yeah. thing that we had.
1: Yeah, it'll be much, much better.
0: Yeah, definitely glad that we're going to be doing that. Um, so it'll be pretty fun, uh, you know, or it'll be, it'll be time consuming. It'll be such a big time suck be to cool do. To I've it. been kind of evading it for the last year. We've been busy. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, this stuff could just stay, stay over here. And I'll go shoot new photos, <laughs> but uh, I think but,
1: it'll be fun to go through oh, yeah. and see those old ones, though.
0: Yeah, it's super important that I do it. I really, I mean, like, I really need to get those uh, scanned. And I mean, that's that's when they probably start to be useful for me. Because for the longest time, you you couldn't make big prints of those things. Like, you know, if you got more than like an eight by ten, you could really um, tell it was just a bad digital scan. Yeah, or they it got were really terrible. noisy. Yeah, so it is pretty strange. But this stuff, you can print it out in really big sizes. I mean, a lot of like what we see on the wall from this weekend, that's all. That was all film stuff, I think. Um, so we should just go through and pick out all the cool stuff that we had from the last like three years. Probably will go faster than I think, but it'd be fun to do. We should get a lot of content out and then we should like post or we should like reprint a lot of that stuff, re edit a lot of that stuff. That'd be cool. I think there's a lot of stuff we could find.
1: Yeah, I think we should get started on that. I think it'd be a cool project to get into.
0: Yeah, there's so many photos. Like I, I shot a lot of film back in 2012 during that summer and then on that that trip down the West Coast that we did, that was all yeah. sort of with this focus of shooting through a film or like a roll of film each week. So there's a lot of photos from that time. That'd be really cool to see again, but see with a lot better quality or yeah. at least with more control about how I expose it as I scan it. That'll be a big thing too because there's a lot of images that were just scanned bad. So I had to do different things with them or I had to like right. cut parts out. You know, it was really strange. Oh, man, those stores just did a lousy job of it most of the time.
1: I'm so glad we have our own scanner now. So,
0: yeah, now we get to do it all ourselves. And uh, it should be cool. It should come out pretty nicely, I think. I'm yeah. excited to do it. Me too. But I think that wraps up just about everything that we have going on for the Billy Newman Photo Podcast. Marina, thank you very much for uh, joining me today. It was a pleasure. Thanks, Billy. And on behalf of Marina Anson, my name is Billy Newman. I am asking you guys to go to iTunes and subscribe to the podcast or drop a review or rate it or whatever it is. I know how interesting it is. You guys can like earmark the part where I explain the difference between ink and pigment as a real highlight, (laughs) (laughs) it's pretty cool. (laughs) Uh, So uh, I don't know, maybe you can wait a couple episodes before you really leave a harsh review that we deserve. Um, But again, on behalf of Marina Anson, my name is Billy Newman. And thank you for listening to this episode of the Billy Newman Photo Podcast.